Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And welcome to another episode of Mostly Lit. Happy New Year. I'm in the studio here with... Alex Reeds. I'm Derek. Uh, Derek what? Derek Woods. <laughs> welcome back to another episode, the first episode of 2018. Yes, big things popping. How were your Christmases, guys, in your new year? How did they go? What did I do? I stayed at home. I didn't do much, mm. but it was a great like time just to chill. Had a nice 10 whole days from work. Yeah. It was nice. Obviously, I don't really celebrate Christmas, but um, it was a nice time just to be in my room and do nothing. Yeah. What about your New Year? What did I do for my New Year? Oh, I went to see Star Wars just, just before. Yeah. Um, at uh, Everyman Cinema. I think it's like one of my favorite cinemas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was really great. I, I really liked it. I thought I was like, oh, it's much better than the last one. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so that was my New Year's. I didn't do much, but I did nothing, which is exactly what I needed. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's that's what it's about, really. Derek, what did you do? I didn't do anything for Christmas. I just um, had Oxtel. <laughs> New Year, I went to church. Um, you went to church for New Year? That was about it. Oh, yeah. to see the New Year in? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, that was it, really. I didn't do much for Christmas. I'm, I might celebrate it properly next year, try and hang up some decorations and actually make some turkey and potatoes and wait you don't usually do that no i don't do that i can't cook turkey no but hang up decorations no not in my house my mom doesn't celebrate christmas why is that pagan pagan festival so i don't really do that in my house but um so no christmas tree no nothing nope wow how's your christmas <laughs> um mine was good it was quieter than usual um i think hopefully next year i think for new year's i'm probably going to to try and be out of the country. So um, I'm just kind of waiting oh, up what I want to do. you your birthday. I remember your birthday was like a week-long extravaganza. Oh, yeah, it was four days. It was four days. Mm. Thanks to anyone, everyone who came. It was really dope. I was there at every single yeah, event. Ray was at every single one. He was a trooper. <laughs> I swear, a whole weekend. I was actually a trooper. Barring my actual birthday. But, um, oh, yeah. But yeah, man, it was really good. Um, really enjoyed it. It's the first time I actually celebrated my birthday. And yeah, you're 25.1. Yeah. Because you don't so, want to be 26. You know. Twenty six is the perfect age to get married. I read that in an article. Um, so I think you need to this. really, you know, 
settle down then. Yeah, any prospects want to come forward? They can. When will you marry? When will you marry? <laughs> Listen, I, I don't know. But yeah, it was a great weekend. Uh, it was a great way to see in the new year, which is always good when it comes to my birthday because I can always look back and reflect on my year. Amazing. So yeah, that's always good. But if that's all, should we yeah. move on to the books, guys? Get stuck into it. So guys, what are you reading? Um, I'm actually reading a book called Trumpet by Jackie K. Okay. Which is really good. She's yeah. a I mean, I, she's a poet, I think, naturally. I think most of her books are poetry. Mm-hmm. I think this is like the only novel she wrote, I think. I'm not sure. I think she's written short stories, but it's really good. I love the way she writes. It's very contemplative, mm-hmm. the way she writes. A lot of short, choppy sentences, which is, I like that because I like to write like that myself. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I like the subject as well. But um, it's obviously about jazz and I've only just started it, but I can see I'm going to really like it. There's one bit that took me by surprise. I don't know why. It just showed me that my mind is set to default whiteness as well. Because there was a bit where um, they're talking about what they're going to name their son that they adopted. Yeah. And then the guy wants to name the child like um, jazz musicians names. And then the, the woman starts doing, oh, what about this name, this name? And starts making fun of like jazz names. And then he, he belts her across the face wow. and he's like, you guys are always taking the piss out of black names. And I was like, what? oh, the guy's black. I had no idea. Oh, okay. So kind of, I was kind of like, wow, the default whiteness is really it's there. It's bad, isn't it? And unless I'm reading a novel. Obviously, Jackie Kay's mixed race. But for some reason, I just thought, I don't know. You just didn't expect it. It, it took me by surprise. You never expected it. Yeah, exactly. So really interesting. But it, the trumpet by Jackie Trumpet. The trumpet. By Jackie Kay. I think it was written in 1998. Right, okay. I think. It's a, it's a door classic. So mm. I'm reading that. And I've got like five... I've got eight books coming today. Eight? Eight from black British authors. Oh, amazing. Written in the 90s. Because this year I'm just really feeding on black British yeah. literature. I'm, I'm tired of reading American literature. Mm-hmm. And then just calling it literature. Yeah. It's long now. Okay, so are these anthologies or the actual novels? No, these are novels. I've got some... I've got The Scholar coming. Ray said, you've read The Scholar, haven't yeah, you, Yeah, I read The Scholar when I was, like, um, a teen. Loved yeah. It. There's a book called Rude Girls coming. Rude Girls. There's a book called... Um, oh, someone in the studio put their hand up. You read Rude Girls? No? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, there's another book. I can't remember what it's called. It's called Mr. Something. I cannot remember. But it got turned into a movie, and Sidney Poitier's in the, in the movie. Really? Yeah, Mr. Something. Ah, it's annoying. I can't remember. But it's a vintage classic that's coming today. Um, the author, what's the name of the author who wrote the scholar? I forgot. Col- uh, I can't remember. I can't remember the name. Anyway, there's a couple of books from her coming. Um, but yeah, so I'm reading a lot of um, black li- black black British literature. Oh, I got five five books. I have five books by Alex Wheatle already. Okay. I haven't uh, I haven't even read them yet. I've read um Brenton Brown, but I need to read Easter Baker Lane because apparently that's Caution Newland. Yeah, Korsia that's it. Yeah, Caution Newland. It yeah. How do you? I don't know. Caution Newland. But yeah, it's called the Scholar, a West Side Story. I no, loved it. Woman. I read it. Um, no, it's a woman. Oh. I thought it was a woman. Oh, is that a man? Oh, okay. Anyway, either way, Black British. Caution Newland is a man. Man's out here. Like that's what I'm reading. Right. Okay. Yeah, Jamaican invasion. Um, what am I reading? I'm reading um. Chibundu Onuzo's The Spider King's Daughter. Um, I really love the book so far. It's such a really easy read. And I love how the way she captures um, Lagos life, even though I've never been there. 
but I can imagine it really, really well through her writing um, and the way she talks about like... You'll probably end up living there one day anyway with your, with your, with your husband. Um, I won't, <laughs> but okay, cool, whatever. Um, um, yeah, anyway, so I'm really loving that right now and um, girl, we're trying to get her on the show because I, I just want to stand. Um, also... I'm also, I've been also dipping in and out of Bell Hooks' All About Love. Um, so she has a sort of a body of work where she talks about love in many of its forms, be it childhood, um, be it a sort of um, amorous love, be it a sibling love. And I love it. I really love it. And it really highlights how in today's society and the youth of today consider love as this big, big weakness. And for a long time, I really did. But reading this is really allowing me to explore the strength in love and how it is is—it is such a massive thing that can capture vulnerability. And when you're vulnerable, it opens up spaces for change. Um, and it, it really is a force. Like, I'm not even trying to sound like mushy or whatever, but love is really a force and love in many of its aspects be it like friendship or you know man and a woman it's just a beautiful read so i really would encourage everyone to read it bell hooks is all about love um yeah so i'm trying to i'm trying to read a fiction with a bit of a non-fiction on side because i don't read non-fiction i'm really trying to change that this year so yeah cool that's good um I'm flicking through this, like speaking about love, yeah. I'm flicking through Plato's Symposium mm. again. Um, it's roughly about what you said. Actually. Why? I like the whole, I like the whole discussion of sitting down and actually discussing these kind of topics. You know what I mean? And just on the varying levels that they come from. Yeah. And because um, I was thinking the other day about, you know, what um, you said about how Zeus split two people, and you know you're always looking for that other piece. So you're born, you're born, and then you're always looking for the other piece. But um, yeah, I was just re- I was just thinking about that the other day about how you know when you split your two bodies and then it's the, you spend most of your lifetime trying to find that other person. It's very romantic, but it just makes me the the, the, the general idea of it was quite interesting. So it's I tend, yeah, I tend to reread. Isn't the, it also about man love and how women can't love men? A man can't love a woman the way a man can love a man. Don't people say that about women as well? Women can't. But of I, a man the same way women. I thought that's what the symposium was about. I, thought it was about I just thought it was. Just, I just, Bell Hook says I just that it was just discussions. Um, men theorize love, but women yeah. are its our love. Yeah, I saw you say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is interesting. Which I find that interesting. I don't know really how much. I, know, I feel like women I don't know talk how much about I... love. People give it such credit. It gets heralded as this thing, and you're just like, shut up, mate. <laughs> I just don't. Whereas when a woman talks about love, it's this fickle thing, you know. Uh, anyways, that's wait, 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 women talk about it and it's fickle. Men talk about it and, and it's it, heralded. Yeah, I think wait, like, when a man talks about love, it's this what? thing that is like, oh, because, you know, they're not really capable of it. But when they are capable of it, it has such magnitude. When a woman talks about it, oh, you know, but women are always falling in love. And it's just like, no. like. Are you talking about the critiques of love? Then? Just love It's so general. funny because in reality, men fall in love with every woman they find attractive. I don't, I doubt that. Uh, trust me, no, mate. they just find them. Yeah, but that's, that's what they, that's what I, that's how they explain it. They see a girl who's attractive, like, oh my god, I'm in love with this woman. Oh, shut up! I am telling you, mate. No. So, wait, base, base no. attraction <laughs> and lust versus love. Uh, a lot of men cannot tell the difference between lust, lust and, and love. love. That's how they know they're stupid. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> You're such a fool. All right, yeah. So that's what we're reading, guys. Um, 
check those out. Derek, your gem this week. What's your gem? Uh, my gem this week is a book called Keep the Apodistra Flying by George Orwell. Ah. Um, I chose this book because there was a discussion on Twitter. Um, Stormzy came to attack the Daily Mail and then someone quoted and said, listen, yeah, it's hard out here. We need to work for the Daily Mail. And she was basically saying, not everyone in the day- Daily Mail is scum. Some of us are literally just trying to make mm-hmm. ends We need to eat. Wow. Uh-uh. And then someone... someone, someone <laughs> did, else, you just, did, uh-uh. wait. did you just catch that? Did you? Yeah, okay. Um, and then someone else... <laughs> Let me just give you a pat. I don't know who you're patting. I don't know why you're patting so, me so, for. I'm patting our manager. And then um, someone else came to tweet and said, um, oh, basically, you should be able to choose... If you if if you've got a moral standing, you should be able to choose your moral right. over your meals. Essentially, that's what you're saying. Right, right, right. And then obviously, I thought, oh, because there's in, in George Orwell's book, there's a guy called Gordon Comstock, and he comes to do. Oh, he doesn't believe in capitalism. He doesn't want to endorse <clears> it. He doesn't want to feed into it. So he goes okay. to work as a librarian. He can't eat. He hasn't got no money, and he's really picking his morals over his meals. Yeah. And mm. I just thought to myself, and basically, George Orwell shows how how ridiculous it is to what choose your morals over your meals because you've got to eat. Yeah, you, you, you're, you're sticking to your guns. Okay, I understand that. But you just come across as a little bit... So what kind of... Um, what? Can you survive on a little bit, like, your meal? Like, does your meal need to be so big? Can't your meal be quite humble? You need to have a full stomach, and if that means... Does you really need to have... A, you do not need to have a full stomach oh, to survive. Even a half full stomach. Listen, let me tell you something. I understand what the woman was getting at when she quote tweeted, but you yeah, you but... can't really apply that to people like people of colour because they don't... They can't really pick... Be picked... Right, be choosy okay. like that when it comes to opportunities. If me, mm-hmm. I've been applying for 100 jobs. Right. I know I'm not getting them one because of my position in society. Right. And the Daily Mail comes and says, look, we'll stick you in the IT department. I'm not going to say <laughs> no because I don't believe in you guys, so I'm going right. to start. You must be crazy. I'm coming wow. to work for them. I think I agree with you in that you need to eat, but I, I know a lot of the times there are choices that are... We have a, Sometimes we might have more than one choice and we still pick the one that is that goes against your morals. So, for example, I say I, I don't consume Daily Mail. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. I know that there are other choices for me and mm. I'll judge which one presents the, the least bit of moral dilemmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I think we really need to be aware of where our meal is coming from. Um, I don't agree, but... <laughs> I mean, look, at the end of the day, there's... There's big moral dilemmas and then there's these minor ones that really don't really matter too much. To me, for example, as mm. obviously a utilitarian, if someone if someone says to me, okay, I'm going to work for the Daily Mail, I don't want to because they obviously put out these racist views that have an effect on the larger cultural atmosphere in exactly. the UK. And then someone says, oh, I'm going to, from now on, buy all of my clothes from, let's say, Primark, who obviously use sweatshop workers and then if i've actually gone to see what the sweatshop workers how they live how they work and whatnot to me to me i'm gonna be like boy i strongly disagree yeah of course you do because i think it's absolutely vile that something that has because what you're seeing maybe is a consequence like an actual consequence of people's lives at harm basically um they're they're being abused and um taken advantage of with regards to the primark yeah but shaping you're then saying that 
shaping views and shaping the society and the social mores mm -hmm. shaped by these publications mm -hmm. isn't as isn't as terrible as and therefore i'm thinking about immediate pain you're with 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 the shaping of the way society sees people, your your actions the, will not theoretical. go. I understand that, but theory goes to cement mm -hmm. the the overall structure of um, the world. Do you know what I mean? In mm -hmm. the society that we live in. Yeah. So as much as you want to change the immediate, and that's perfect, and it's amazing. But I'd actually think that was quite contradictory to a few. A, a, your views that you've had on other things where the in, the immediate doesn't really matter it's more so like i said it's the scale okay that's fine but i feel like if some if, if we are do if we're going to go for the long run we go for the thing that will af that affects things long term theoretically this is the thing theoretically yes but you cannot downplay the theoretical i'm not downplaying it and say I, it doesn't okay. have as as a strong impact as the immediate i'm not downplaying it but i'm saying i feel like we what? need to weigh up it's a difficult Derek. thing to do yeah yeah i think what it's was all... the name of the essay <laughs> the book the book sir oh yes sorry this What's is my gem isn't it, it is your gem. <laughs> what's the name of the book alex is like listen like hell is I... on. i'm not i'm not having it it's called keep the apodistra flying by george orwell cool all right great <laughs> so on to the main topic mm -hmm. um what are we what are we talking about today guys so this is um this is a great episode because we are talking about um Homer's the Odyssey and um his hero, anti-hero, asshole um character of um Odysseus and his uh ten year um Ulysses. Odysseus. I mean okay. yeah, Ulysses. Up for Odysseus. interpretation. I, I mean guess. we live in an isn't in Britain like Roman in origin. Okay, so Greek the Odys Odysseus, mm. Roman Ulysses, Ulysses yeah. and are we going to go this calling him Ulysses or Odysseus? Yeah, why not? Well, I I, I would do I'm whatever comes out of my mouth because I always say Odysseus. The man that tried to return but couldn't. So yeah, um, Alex is not having it. Yeah, so this um, <laughs> like... Homer is basically the trials, tribulations, adventures of Ulysses. Um, I think it took him around the, the nine, Odyssey. Ten years. Yeah, sorry, yeah the Odyssey is, yeah. and it's um a sequel to uh, the Iliad, which was the uh, Trojan... A sequel. Uh, is it a sequel? The next book. I, get, I, I don't know. It is a sequel. Is it, is it a continuing it's, story? Yeah. Because oh. they refer to Part. the aspects of the Trojan War. Mm -hmm. I don't know if sequel is the word. No, though. it's definitely a damn sequel. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Like... Are there recurring characters? Yes! Every oh, okay, okay. them are all in there! I've, I've not read it, not so I don't, them, I don't know. Like, I'm, just, yeah. I'm coming from a place of ignorance. No, that's so like, it's definitely a sequel. Okay. So, cool, cool, cool. All right. Why would you read The Odyssey and then, like, it refers to. I've read The Odyssey, I've never read The Iliad. Well, you should, because that's the beginning. I thought they were standalone books. I so did I. I've they're never... standalone. No, they're not. You know what? This, is, this was <laughs> like, really. You can read just one, mm. but if you read the other, then you know that. When like when they talk about Helen and Menelaus in here, they're oh you know Aphrodite did this and that. When if you read the Iliad, you will see what happened between you know Paris and Menelaus and Agamemnon yeah. and all those mandem right. there. Like, okay, yeah. just to preface, this was really out of my comfort zone. Yeah, I've never read you, anything you, like this. You did a terrible comfort. And what really never read anything like this. And um, but I but I was really come to shame you. I was really proud. I know of all of the, us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> really proud of the writing i really like and i really enjoyed like following following the story but mm. yeah it was such a weird experience reading this why um didn't you like 
No, because why like, was it weird? Because when I was younger, in I our never classes, picked up you, the Odyssey. No, 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 as in I didn't pick up the Odyssey, but we like I I did this in like year four, but they they did it in a very child you childish did what, way. You didn't read the Odyssey. I didn't in year read four. the Odyssey oh, in okay. year four, but they told us the story in year four, and I knew about Cyclops in year. Oh like, yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they also had like um, little movies that I used to watch yeah, like yeah. when Achilles I was young sports. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, so, the story's in the in the consciousness of most people, isn't it? Be- yeah, because haven't even read the book. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Like, you must have ha- known about these different things before you sort of open the pages. No, mm-hmm. that's what. I mean, oh, no, no, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You, you know, as you said, like, you know about it's, it's culture, it's culture. And obviously in British culture, they tend to rely on the classics a lot as a basis. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I understood some of the stories. So reading it, I knew, like, you know, a lot of the Greek, the, the Greek gods, some of the gods like Persephone and Athena and various gods, and Zeus, right, etc. Yeah. So, so I understood, I haven't finished it, no, yeah. but I'm going through particular books, etc. Um... And yeah, I mean, it was a it was definitely a, a journey reading it up to where I am now. But mm. um, what are your thoughts on it? How do you guys? I mean, I like you... I, I, I like it. The first time I read it, I was like, "Wow, well, okay, this is really um, good." I felt excited. Yes, I'm reading a classic, like a real, real classic. That's terrible. That's a what... real, real classic. A real, real classic. Because <laughs> yeah. it is a real, real classic. That, that's, that's, I mean, it's a classic. It's a classic, classic. Yes, exactly. It's like I think classical. it was. I think it was one of the first books that Penguin actually translated and then published. I think the Odyssey or the like, one of them. Um, oh, it was translated in sixteen sixteen. Mm. Wow. Yeah, so I think it was one of the first. But um, okay. I like well, it. No, it was translated into English. Yeah, 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 yeah. Odysseus as a protagonist, um, I didn't like him. Yeah, personally, no, he's I an think. Asshole. Yeah, he's an asshole. I think he's he's supposed to be an anti-hero, but I think he's just he's a villain to me personally, and he's obviously got this whole trickster thing going on. But it's not even an endearing kind of trickster thing that he's. Do you know what I mean? He's a survivor, survivalist. He he is in it to survive. But then, like Anansi, like Quirku Anansi, he's a trickster. But he's there's still something endearing about, even though he does. I guess he was he's charming. And, That's and, what I mean, yeah. And I think Odysseus uh, like, is supposed to be charming because all these women fall in love with and him. And he's supposed to be an amazing public speaker. So as well, just like um, a leader, just like a Nancy, because mm-hmm. he's obviously he he has all the stories, mm. and he's like he's an orator. Yeah. They're both orators. Do you mm-hmm. know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But Ulysses is just ugh, just a terrible character. Like I really... he's not that bad. I mean, I don't no. like him, but he's not that. Bad. I do think he's what a do very mean mediocre he's not character. That bad. You do realize that. So he was away from his wife. Yeah. Um, Penelope. Mm-hmm. He was pressing a lot of other he women. He pressed everyone. Like, he pressed Cersei. He pressed Calypso. He pressed exactly. everyone. So he's on the <laughs> island. Okay, so if we're going to, like, give her, like, a brief overview then. Mm-hmm. So right. basically, so Odysseus, Ulysses, yep. he he went on... Okay, can you really explain it? All right, cool. I mean, so, some long-ass some long journey yeah. that he couldn't make his way okay, back from. Okay, so in the beginning, it starts off... Like, the timeline's a bit odd, right? In the beginning, we start off in Mount Olympus with Athena and Zeus. Right, yeah. And Athena's like, yo, my man and um, the Trojan War has finished, and my man Odysseus has not come home, or because right. Poseidon this is, this, is... This is my influence on Ray, you this know. This is not your influence. <laughs> like, yo, why, my man... Why do you think you're so powerful in my life? Okay? You do not have <laughs> any... On. Anyways. Yeah, so she's so, like, my man, go on. Yeah, so she's like, bro, like what's going on here because Odysseus hasn't returned home in like 10 years and I understand that Poseidon didn't like um, Poseidon is angry at him because he blinded his son yeah. um, no 10 
No, it was nine, ten. They were at the Trojan War for ten years, and this was ten. Calypso years. kept him on the island for, for seven, seven years. years. Yeah, so seven, seven years of the ten, seven of the ten, wasn't it? No, he was on. He was but the timeline is a bit odd. But I think, I think when they were looking down on him, he was literally sitting on the shore, Calypso shore, crying. crying. Yeah. yeah, so that's 17. Um, yeah, and, <laughs> and then um, Alex... It doesn't make a difference, right, 10, 17, cool, yeah, long yeah, time, innit? Basically, the whole, ti- the whole t- timeline is 10 years as well to get yeah. back home. Yeah. Um, and so basically, um, Odysseus blinded um, uh, Polyphemus, who is the Cyclops, uh, Poseidon's son. Poseidon's like, you're not going home, basically. Yeah. Um, and then so he basically... Um, Athena gets Zeus to be like, cool, let's make sure that he gets home. And so in a way, he's fated to get back home. We know he's going to go back home Mm. because the gods have willed it to be so. But what we see throughout the narrative is his journey on different islands with different monsters, goddesses, beings, Mm -hmm. um, and his journey with them and what he learns from them and the trials that he faces through them um, on his way back home. So this is very much a homecoming with different sort of characters that come in the way. And a few of the characters that we'll, we'll sort of look at today, yeah. I guess, are like, you want to look at the sirens, mm. uh, uh, Derek. Um, you said... I was, no, I was thinking, I was saying on the way, actually, I'm going to look at when he went to the Kingdom of the Dead. Oh, yes, like, when he went to the underworld. Yeah, yeah so, so that's What's he called? Hades. Hades. Well, Hades. Hades is the god of death. Hades, yeah. But they, say he goes, they say he goes to the, oh, like, goes Hades. To the underworld. Because that's where he... He rules. That's where he resides. So. Oh, okay. um, yeah. Uh, but before that, he be- literally just before that, before going to the underworld, he goes he goes to the witch goddess Cersei, who I will yeah. talk about. So yeah, that's that's um that's, that's the Odyssey. Yeah, but I I really like it actually. I think the copy that I have, um, Penguin Classics, is one of my favorites because it's not written in, uh, in verse. verse; it's written in prose. So mine's written. In, mine's written in verse. Um, Originally, it was written in verse. It's an epic uh, poem. It's an epic well, originally, poem. it was, it was well, yeah, rated, wasn't basically. it? Yeah, yeah. It was, I think. Yeah. It was sung. Yeah, it like was sung and narrated. Paying... And there's quite a few of uh, episodes in the um, in the books where men are moved to emotion and they start crying because they hear a song that reminds them of this and that. And oh, I found that quite feel. interesting. I know, because in here, I feel like masculinity isn't like crying wasn't sort of weakness masculinity was more so like your loyalty to home and stuff right okay. yeah but the, the thing with that is it's kind of like that like you know like someone like young thug when he he'll, dressed up he'll, as a he'll, he'll wear dress, a dress and it's like, but ah. then he'll be like but i'll still shoot you it's like an <laughs> over mask like i'm so masculine that i can, that I can wear a dress and or cry but i don't think i don't think kiss. that was the I think that is us now. I don't think yeah, I that, that in least, the times of this, yeah. I don't think it was like that. Say, con- it was anyone could cry. You're looking at the context of now. Masculinity yeah. was a different form. Then. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. These guys were so masculine that they could cry and it would not be seen as feminine. Do you understand? Because right. Ulysses think that... could cry and still be like, but I will kidnap your wife and rape her. But I guess it's, I guess it's a different level of what... the <laughs> <laughs> different level of what masculinity and femininity was then. Yeah. I, I now. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a bit more fragmented now. Because even when you, like, at the beginning, what Athena's talking to... What's it, his son's name? What's his name? Theomachus. Theomachus. And, oh, like, saying... Soggy you. Yeah, he basically saying, like, you know... She was like, yeah, go and do this, but come back and, like, you know, be a man and mm. take over your... Your, your Which house means again, the ideas of man and woman were still rigid. Yeah, but like Athena, rigid, yeah. Athena being the god of—is it wisdom or war? war and god of war and wisdom, and being a woman. Like, well, she was telling... a virgin, so she wasn't really a woman because Athena oh, yeah, kind it, yeah. of like yeah. surpassed that. So there's that kind of understanding of it. But mm-hmm. like when I read that, I was like, okay, so you know, she but she basically said, yeah, you can be 
emotionally should be soft. But at the same time, go look for your dad when you come and, you know, build some character and come back and take mm. over what you need to take over. Mm. So, yeah. But, all right, what were your favourite episodes then? If we're going to go through the... Because the, the book is made up of several books and episodes that yeah. um, that kind of chronicle yeah. Ulysses' return and his story yeah. and how he got there and what Tiamatus had to do in order to get to find him again, yeah. etc. So, what were your favourites? Um, my favourite has got to be... Um, his um, episode with Cersei, who is the witch goddess, daughter of the sun god Helios. Um, Why do you call her the witch goddess? Because she's 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 a witch. She's the witch, <laughs> but she's a goddess, which means yeah. But that's only because. But she's, she's a also witch. a witch. Isn't I think it either or? I don't know, but I definitely she's definitely referred to as a witch goddess because she even has a wand. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Anyways, so basically, what I quite like about this episode is uh, Cersei. I forgot the island that she's on. I think it's like Aeola or something. Um, and what I love about Cersei is basically she's like Superwoman. Um, she gets these men on the shore, and um, you she... just love any woman who does wrong to men. Don't yes, you? Okay. absolutely. I can't even deny it. Um, <laughs> and she basically, even though she does fall, every woman falls under the charms of, of uh, Ulysses. Um, she turns men into pigs. And <laughs> and um, she puts them in like the pigsties and stuff. Yeah. And she has women servants who are kind of magical beings, actually. So not not women, women, but magical. And she runs her own islands. Aren't they dryads? They're like fairies or something. <sighs> dryads, me. naiads. I don't know. Not certain. No, no, but no. Um, I absolutely adore her. She's so funny, but at the same time, she's a little bit um, silly mm -hmm. because she's she's just like I just she just falls under the charms of Odysseus, and I'm just like, yeah. come on! Don't you find the whole witch thing problematic though? Oh, she's a, a woman witch turning men into pigs. Don't you feel like that just kind of reinforces the whole women are wicked kind of thing? Yes, but but is she a wicked witch? She's of course she's she not a wicked, wicked, wicked witch. Well, why did she turn them into pigs? Angry. Because at what they didn't do anything. No, okay. I no. <laughs> but men are systematically trash, even in Greek in, mythology. In, in AD, whatever. It exactly, was. <laughs> eight, eight BC or something. Whatever. Um, but but so, yeah. I'm saying the narrative is supposed to make it look as if to say she's a, ter is, is a terrible the person. Absolutely. Yeah. Even like, for example, oh, um, even like Calypso, like mm. she was supposed, she kept. She kept Odysseus as a slave, um, a sex slave in her cave and whatever. I don't think and Odysseus minded. I think Odysseus did not mind at all. I think he fell under a lot of lust. And I think sex slave is going a bit far. Nah, like she definitely kept <laughs> him dungeon. as a sex slave, but if, not even a sex slave because he kind of wanted it. So they were just they were just at it basically. And what I, what I found really hilarious is at night, obviously she'd, he'd enter the cave and like they'd make out and stuff and like do the thing, and then. During the day, he'd go out and sit on the ocean shore and cry and think about home. And I'm like, when you, you could have left. This, like, is, this is why I don't like him because no, like, he you, could got, have left. you could have left. He could you have could have left. You could, could have. You could have just gone. You could have. You could have gone to war and found your way home. Anyway, anyway. let's just go back. Anyway, so Cersei basically anyway, gives like this woman, these these men this potion to drink and then they turn into pigs but before um odysseus like meets her but when he enters the island um hermes um comes along and says oh have this drug called 
Molly. <laughs> I find that really funny. Pop some Molly, reason. I'm sweating. And then it it will like not allow you to. Um, be, not, it be won't turned. welcome him. Yeah, oh. but at the same, oh, and just make sure that um, when she does ask you to enter her bed and sleep with her, you say yes, which is just. I'm just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, of course. Um, Anyways, but the themes that I really like about that episode is the idea of um, fate or, and like, fate and choice or, like, self-determination or whatever. Yeah. Because um, even afterwards when Cersei was like, okay, you know, we're cool now. And Odysseus was like, turn my men back, turn my men back into men and not animals. And she agrees. They later on end up staying and feasting and dining with Mm -hmm. Cersei for a whole um, year after that, even though they could have gone home. So it's it's the idea of where they they have a choice at the end of the day. Weren't they bound? Like, weren't they bound? They weren't bound by anything. They weren't. No, after that, his men had to go to him and say, "Bruv, can we actually go now?" Didn't they they tap him and say, "Listen, like." They this, said, is, this, like, is madness, this is madness. Can we move on now? Yeah, because he had, a, he had a choice. He, he, he wanted bound, to So stay. something was binding him there. Then. It, wasn't the, it wasn't the spell. That had gone. No, but something within him that was binding, exactly. binding him. Exactly, and that, it so was his choice. Kind of, okay, so are you saying that he's just trapped within lust? No, it wasn't. I mean, he falls for temptation as there well. There we go, but yeah. He, it's the mortal, the mortal temptation kind of thing. Yeah, right? but he has a choice. So a lot of the times, this thing is like, oh, it's a, a fateful story. Mm. You know, everything happened for a reason. The gods willed it. Yes, some of the things, but at the same time, no, because it's the idea of does man have choice or is he fated to make the decisions that he makes? And when, where can we see that here? Personally, for me, in the episode of Cersei, it's so apparent that um, as much as he was guided by a god to say, oh, you know, sleep with her, but drink this and drink, do this. At the end of the day, he could have gone home a whole year earlier, but my man chose to stay. So what's up? Even like that episode when his people, he was given uh, the gift of wind, okay? And he was like literally near the shore of Ithaca and he could mm. see it. But he's, he's, um, his crew were like, oh, what's, what's in there? It's that greed and that. Right. They, they were like, okay, let's open up. And they were like swifted back onto, I forgot what island it was. But yeah, so it's that idea of like fate. What, Cersei's and- island? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was another eye because they were given the gift of wind. It was the island where they got the gift of wind. Right, yeah. Okay. And he tries to get some more wind. And then he that. was like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> right. So then again, so it's a tale of sins, I guess. What? Cersei? Greed. No, I think Cersei is more lust, about temptation. Laziness. Um, temptation and choices that you make um, and how that affects you because, yeah, mm. and how that affects your life, et cetera. Fantastic. Okay. So for me, I, I this kind of follows on the the side of the book after what the episode after what Ray was talking about. So it's the Kingdom of the Dead, and I found that really interesting just because, um, being confronted with the being confronted with people who have had set, who have been through certain trials, mm-hmm. and you know, your life not being complete. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? So obviously people were coming to him being like, "Oh, I never had a proper burial." Make sure that yeah. when you go back home, I had a burial. Or the woman that there was a woman that um, died of grief because he didn't return. His mother. Oh, sorry. <laughs> wow, his mother. A woman, you know. I, know. I, was, like, I, was, I was reading. I was like, okay, so she's That's talking about mom. grief. What? But yeah, so his, right, so his mom. Yeah. Yeah, he died of grief because he didn't return and stuff. And it's just like made me feel about, made me think about closure, and about how you don't get that. Like, because the thing is, if someone's just going to go disappear, 
Yeah, and then you don't get you don't know where they've gone. You don't know how like that could ultimately kill you, right? No, you guys, you, you guys, you guys don't feel like there's when there's something missing in you for so long. You just gonna now we keep on living, bro. You keep you, on living. You, so if something is like if your so if your if your child was to die, was, am was I to, gonna die? Was to not was to not come back? You would feel. I was gonna say something. That, I was like, oh shit, that's a bit yeah, intensive, it, so I can't say. It's it. that loss. It's that loss because they're still living. It's that loss, and it's that understanding of closure. That's what I took from anyway. The kingdom of the dead. What did you guys think? About I that? the kingdom of the dead was quite interesting for me because it was the one part where all the women of of heroes came out. So you had oh, right, Hercules' yeah, yeah. adopted mother. Yeah. Like there, there was all the women of the heroes that came out. And I'm and just Achilles. like, so what? These women are only important in death. And their own, the only importance is that they gave birth to men who were powerful in the world. But the men had to go off. What do you mean? Again, Bullshit. They had to go off. They and did. But at the same time, return, it, it just, just highlighted like... that, that difference between men and women and how they, they were in that period. And yeah, like I didn't. I, I I like that part, but it was kind of pointless to me. Mm. I I I kind of agree with with Ray because I I enjoyed that bit because basically when I was thinking, what? It, I don't know I I enjoy I enjoy thinking about it from a perspective as, as I said the closure perspective yeah and just looking and thinking about what I would do in that situation if some like you know if members of the dead came to you and spoke to you and asked you. To... Sisyphus was there, isn't it? You yeah. love Sisyphus. Sisyphus was there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. For me, I just found that a very interesting book. It wasn't, I don't think it was the real Sisyphus that was there. I don't think it was the Sisyphus that's pushing the rock up the mountain. Uh, no, it is. In the underground, it's always... Underworld. Think, sorry. It's, um, the the, um, <laughs> it's the shadows of them, I think. No, no, I know. But I, don't, I mean, I don't think it was that Sisyphus. No, it was that Sisyphus. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. Pushing the boulder. Um, forevermore yeah I, I, I thought that part was uh, it was interesting I, I think the closure thing that Alex is talking about is a bit of a reach for me but you know <laughs> but, why, but why though why do you think it's a reach though? I, feel I, like, I feel like it's genuinely clear <laughs> like closure go on but why do you think it's a reach I don't know just the closure thing like at first I, I, it's more so that they don't have closure you just, Ulysses didn't go to the underworld to get closure no he didn't go but obviously it's the closure of the dead and right? I don't so, so she needed the, the guy was like can you bury me properly yeah. When you go back, you know what I mean? Those things, like... Okay, fair when enough. When you don't end things properly, yeah, it, things linger. And that's kind of where I took it as a metaphor. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, that's kind of true. Because I guess with the whole Ajax thing where... Oh, yeah. He was trying to make peace with him and he's still doing... I'm, I'm not chatting to you because he got yeah. Achilles' his, his arms or whatever. Um, and it's, it's just interesting how, like, things... Yeah, things just linger after when, when you haven't made amends or peace. Mm. And it just continues because oh, they so no, they man. do, they do, they do linger. I mean, obviously, if you've seen, I've been in situations where you've seen people die and like you've not, you've not ended it properly. So therefore, that kind of stays with you for a little bit, and it's hard to shake off. Yeah, certain things just go unsaid, and it wow. it sticks with it sticks with the living rather than the dead. But hey, oh, what I found quite interesting at that part is that there was one hero down there who had the same punishment as prometheus but i was like it's not prometheus because they didn't call him prometheus um, prometheus punishment so he basically i think obviously when he stole fire from the heavens mm. um he has is it eagles or whatever they basically pl- pl- uh, pluck his um liver mm. and th- at the end of the day the liver comes back again and then they pluck it all over again wait but wasn't prometheus a god the son of a... Oh, I'm sure it's Wasn't Prometheus. He like, oh, have I, have I are there actually Prometheus to Zeus's? Are there gods in the underworld? No, but this... The underworld, mm-hmm. it wasn't... It wasn't that, but they had the same punishment. 
Um, oh, right, same as, punishment. But it wasn't actually Prometheus. Yeah, it wasn't oh, okay. him. That's what I, I found that quite interesting because they say that, um, what is it? Uh, the liver is the seat of, of emotions in men. Apparently, the liver is the seat of emotions yeah, so in men. Yeah, so it's so where I need to stop drinking. Basically, because wow. your emotions are going to go uh, messed up, and they s- yeah crazy. they say that. So when um, that punishment like was used, I think it, it it was very tormenting because there is that physical aspect of it, but at the same time, it's this is the seat of your emotions and where everything mm. where everything comes from, and if that is being abused, it's it's a horrible thing. So yeah, I found that quite interesting because the. One of the one of the heroes down there, that's that was his punishment, and I was like, oh shit, that was somebody else's punishment. As yeah. well. they really used that a lot. They probably dish out the same punishments. So. <laughs> I'm unoriginal in the underworld. Yeah, anyway, so <laughs> <They're> <laughs> like, unoriginal. Like, what's Hades doing, man? Um, Derek, what was your kind of what was your bit? Oh, I like many of it. My favorite was Siren. I like oh, the sirens. Yeah, of I course just, you did. Of course you like the sirens. Yeah, because I just thought it was really that is so him. Of course. He would be the one to be so like. So you like the queen who turned men into pigs. He likes, I like death and closure, and you like. You don't even know my take on it. So can I finish? You can take it, your. It, you it, can do your take, and then I'll tell you why I think that is okay. so you. All right, why me, I think that is Odysseus in you. Let me land. All right. Okay, <laughs> land. So basically, what what was interesting to me because when I was reading it again, I just thought to myself, like men really love to do this. Oh, um, I cannot control myself when it comes to women. So the whole siren call where they had to literally tie Odysseus up because otherwise he wouldn't be able to control himself. Of course, that feeds into the whole, <laughs> it's not my fault if a woman seduces me. I couldn't control myself. Mm. And it's, it's her fault. Yeah, you know what I mean? She trapped me. That whole, exactly. That the whole seductress thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really interesting. I just thought, okay, well, this is a trope that's been literally living for how long? You know what I mean? Obviously, starting off with Eve tempting Adam and then these sirens are now coming to tempt these men into death. Yeah. And it's like what I said with the Cersei's thing where it's like, oh, the witch does this to men mm-hmm. and whatnot. It's never the man's fault. It's always the woman's <laughs> fault. And it's so weird you say that because mm. at the end of the day, um, Odysseus is literally sleeping with all these women, but mm. it's his wife that must remain virtuous and faithful in, in the hands but and, and she, the, but the wasn't, that, wasn't that her choice, though, to remain faithful? Wasn't it Penelope or what is it? Yeah, Penelope. Isn't, isn't, is that, is that her name? It, his wife? Yeah, his yeah. wife. But isn't it her choice? Because she had all these suitors and she's just like... Yes, but... Playing, it's, playing, it's, playing. It's, but it should be both... both they exactly. should both choose the same thing, Alex. He didn't come back. So he obviously made his choice. No, so, it's, I'm not talking about that. Oh, That's not, I'm talking about okay. the, the, the idea of sex and how... In general. Yeah, and faithfulness. Even though his, his husband, her husband it. is away, she must still remain virtuous and faithful. Even when he comes back, he tests her and shit. And I'm just because like... Because it's expected for the man to exactly. be faithful. I mean, to be unfaithful. And, and the woman must be virtuous, and the only faith that he must have is faith for his country and Ithaca. That's where loyalty is, but it's not for women. And I was like, trash. But she was being loyal to him. Yeah. Yes, that's what she was supposed to do, even oh, in the face yeah. of the suitors. What's your problem, Alex? Hello. You're, you're <laughs> moving better. Are you dumb? Oh, Ray, what's happening to you? <laughs> I don't know who this I'm, is. I'm really trying to fight you today. <laughs> Ray from the block. <laughs> go, go for it. I am mm. from the block. Anyways, <laughs> no, what I was just going to say to you about that, um, Derek, is. Mm. I thought it would more so like, obviously, Cersei told the men to, um, you know, block their ears with beeswax and stuff so mm. that they don't hear the woman's call. Yeah. But I thought that Odysseus in you was like, well, actually, I still want this temptation. I still want this pleasure, but I don't want the bad consequences that come from it. So yeah. what I want to do is please tie me up. And even if I cry to you to to go there, make sure you so tighten t- up. Some S&M but, I, thing. but I still, no, it's not even that. It's, it's the idea of, I still want the temptation. 
but I don't want the consequences. So tie me up, guys, so I can still hear what you guys can't hear. <laughs> That's right, what okay. I thought was the Odysseus Yeah, and see, him. this is another example of Ray absolutely not knowing of me. Of course, of course, of course. That's <laughs> what we're going to tell I the mean. world. That's what we're going to tell the world. Wow, All right. okay. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. Was he an anti-hero then? Or he's, was he a hero? He's a villain. Was he, a villain? He's a villain. I don't think he was a I villain. I think he was a man. I think it... <laughs> Which one is it? What? So he was a villain then? No, I think I don't even think he was. I don't think he was anything. I think I he was think a pointless was, character. He wasn't pointless at all. He I was. Don't he think, was. Alex, what, what? What's your starting point here? Because I don't feel like. I feel like it was a very. I feel like you didn't take this work seriously at all. I, I didn't, to be honest. Why? Don't I you just think? Felt, I felt all like the things that all the themes that came from it, in terms of. God I, think it's, I can't. And, I can't place him. I can't place him as a hero. I can't place him as an anti-hero, and I can't that, place him as a villain. Why not? Because he wasn't. He wasn't. I don't think he was wicked enough to be a villain, in my opinion. No, I, agree I don't with think that. he was an anti-hero because you don't think he was wicked enough to be a villain. Why was he I wicked? He was. Uh, probably because he slaughtered about fifty men at the end of the book. That's one thing. Mm. He cheated on his wife multiple times. It's not. That's it's not, an, that's not villainous though. Sorry. Cheating, cheating <laughs> no, it's not. No, in, in the context in the context of Are hero, in the context of heroes and villains. Yes. I don't see that as villainous. I think I think he's villain now in our like, world. Do you, think, do you think Superman? If Superman cheated on Lois, he would become a villain. But that's because, no, he no, wouldn't. Superman, it, uh, he, yes, would. he would. He would not become a villain. Would. How would he become a villain? But he'd become a villain in our world because cheating is wrong. I, I, I know cheating's wrong. <laughs> like you don't need to tell me that. But at the same so time, why is wrong not villainy? If you look at okay, look, look at villains, right? The Joker, for example, he's a villain. Why? He Alex, kills people, right? He's, he's genuinely evil. Alex, there's there's levels. I don't, I don't, and I don't think. Alex, there's levels. Yeah. yeah. There's levels to this levels, villainy. So the levels of villainy. There's levels. I don't think. Okay, go on then. Yeah, and Odysseus, one, the way he treated Penelope, even the way, exactly. even the way he came to test her. Exactly. The way he slaughtered all of the suitors. Okay, yeah, they were trying it on with his, with his missus. But yeah, he kind of had to just. He had to what, Alex? Kill them. Yes, kill them. Of course he did. Um, do you we, know what I mean? Reaffirm that. Yeah, and just some of the things that Odysseus was doing throughout the book, I was just kind of like, this guy, like he's, like I said, he's a trickster and he's not endearing at all. It just comes across as really conniving so and, and if sly. If, if you're sly. a trickster and you're endearing, you're not a villain. You're, an, you're, you're an anti-hero. If you're a trickster, but you're not endearing, you're a villain. And also depending on what you do. And Nancy, like I said, who's the endearing trickster, never came to do, let me kill these people. Yeah, he seduced a couple man's girls. Okay, fair enough. Mm. Okay, he, fair enough. But he so never, he's not a villain? No. I said seduce couple people's girlfriends. I didn't say he came to cheat on his wife because I don't think he ever had one. Do you understand? One wife. Never had one wife. Whatever. <laughs> at the time, polygamy was cool. It was fine. So he didn't... We weren't what? doing... Okay. Because at the time, within the, within the confines of time, the law... At the time, polygamy was not... Mm-hmm. Okay, continue. Exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? So, end of the day, I just felt like, Odysseus... I, yeah, I agree with both of you because I, as much as I don't think I agree with you in that he wasn't a villain enough, he wasn't evil enough to be a villain. The only reason why I say that is not because um, of the reasons that you gave, Alex. More so, what was acceptable at the time. I feel like at the time, cheating on your wife mm. was kind of acceptable. And that's why at the time, he may not have been a villain. But to us now, he definitely is. Also, don't forget, he's the reason why the Trojan War started. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No. Why he did the Trojan is. War start? Well, because guys. because when the, when, point. when everybody was trying to fight for Helen's hand in marriage, right. he came he came to Helen's father and said, "Look, he wanted his hand in marriage. He wanted well, her. Yeah, he wanted her yeah. hand." But then he said, "Okay," because <clears throat> Helen's father was kind of worried that oh, whoever gets Helen, yeah. they'll be uh, 
fighting amongst the other suitors. Mm-hmm. Odysseus came to do, okay, let's all make a pact to say that whoever Helen chooses, mm-hmm. we have to respect that and respect the marriage. Mm-hmm. And we have to fight for that marriage. Mm-hmm. So when Paris came to teeth Helen... Yeah, but that's my issue is... It's I'm, not, I'm, it's not... I'm just saying that when, when, when Paris came yeah, to we Yeah, ha- we Helen, have to fight. They had to fight. They if, had to if fight. If Odysseus hadn't made them make that oh, pact... Oh, you went back, back There back. wouldn't have been a Trojan War. I don't war. know, because I feel like there would have been a Trojan War. Because How? Agamemnon was so hot-headed, and he would have fought... But what I'm saying, yeah, but there, there wouldn't, it wouldn't have been all of Greece versus... Um, Sparta. No, Troy. Well, versus Troy, yeah. do you understand? I understand, but I get that if you really go back to the... Yeah. But then again, he's also the one that ended the Trojan War. Because he's the one that came up with the idea of the Trojan horse, and which is the ultimate strategy that basically got them destroyed. Well, okay, he started it, and, and, how, it. <laughs> and how many people died because loads of, of his people. little pack? Loads of people, I guess. Villain. But then at the same time, he saved loads C'est of people vie, from it I not guess. continuing on. Say love you. Well, but yeah, I don't. I disagree with both of you. I think he was just a man, and he made wrong decisions. All right. So how is the, how is this book reflective of our times? What do what? Can, how can we? This how, is how, the how, ultimate how, colonial. How can we inject it into today what what can we make it a comparable with so that people before robinson crusoe there was the odyssey (laughs) and after the odyssey and robinson crusoe there was life of pi life of pi you think yeah it's just about the journey of survival survival and finding your way home and also like i said um we don't know whether odysseus is telling the truth he's a master storyteller he's a liar yeah and we literally have to take his word that all of these things happen the same way with pi at the end of Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life of Pi, they like, he's telling the story and they're like, is this kid telling the truth or is he just lying to us? Do you understand? Mm. And it's, again, it's interesting because I was reading... Um, Wait, so- actually, I disagree with you with regards to that because Where? they're in the book. I don't know which copy you have, but in my one... There are different perspectives, so it's not Odysseus telling the story. It's more so this omniscient narrator. But it's, it's Odysseus. It's, no, that, there's a part where um, Odysseus he's retelling. He's, he's retelling. retelling yes, yeah, so that's what I mean. from the Phaeacians onwards. Yeah, that when he's that's retelling I mean. to the Phaeacians, yeah. I agree. But yeah. before that, when the gods talk about his capture, Mm-mm. then it's more so like, no, this yeah. is yeah. But then obviously, like him saying he had to fight all of these all things, of these he people. might be just lying. Yeah, that's true. And like I said, I was going to say sorry. And I was reading Zora Neale Hurston's. He's you got were this, what? 
not the eyes of the watching God. It's you a, know, just you were reading. Yeah, it's stuff. a book. It's a book called Mules and Men, where she's What's literally called? Called? got that Mules and Men. Mules and Men. Mules. Oh, Mules. It's literally men. like a collection of folk tales that yeah. she put right. together. And look at you! I'm so proud. This is my influence on Derek. Uh, actually, continue. Let's move on. Let's. Continue. It's actually it's actually Neil Gaiman's influence because after I read a Nancy, it's always somebody else. After I read the Nancy Boys, mm-hmm. I went back and I thought to myself, where did he read these stories? And he had Zora Neale Hurston. I thought you don't read her stuff because you but, don't like it. But it's, you know, so strange. I couldn't read that as watching God, but reading of Mules and Men. It's really good. I could actually read it. Like, I don't know. Anyway, there's stories about um, Br'er Rabbit and what's not. But when the, when the men are telling the stories, they're calling them lies. They're like, mm. oh, I know this lie about Br'er Rabbit. I know this lie about what's not do you know what i mean and i just it was i thought to myself these guys are actually telling you what a story literally is just a lie do you know what i mean and the fact that in odysseus thing he's telling a story and then we don't know whether he's telling the truth or not he's like obviously the first unreliable narrator technically yeah if I there guess, was yeah. one before him i don't really know in it mm. um but it's interesting because some people make it clear this is a lie and other people don't it's really interesting because you know um Africans to come to say, oh, we're lying, but obviously the Europeans, like, this is the truth, but it's really a lie. Yeah, there are three perspectives, right? Yeah, exactly. So, okay, cool. Any final, any final thoughts on that? Um, oh, I think it's the ultimate adventure no, uh, well, novel story books. Um, very colonial. There's loads of like ideas of ships and everything is on the sea. You think it's the ultimate? I do, in terms of, not ultimate, like, it's the beginning, I think, mm. the really early beginning. And it really looks at, I think one thing that we should take away from it is, which I quite liked to actually research about when I was um, in uni, was the idea of Zania, which is um, uh, the doctrine of how you should treat your guest. And a lot of the times in your adventures, um, in, in Odysseus's adventures, mm. he, even like Tel- Telemachus, and when he went to Nestor's mm. island, then when he went to see Helen and, and Menelaus and like Sparta or whatever. Hospitable. Yeah, like there's that hospitality that you don't really see in the modern world now. It's let's before you even tell us your story, tell us who you are, make sure you eat first. And it's almost like Well, I mean, if you're going into a West African house, you're yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. getting so a I, drink I, and a meal. Yeah. Well not even I've West Africa. Well, in my culture. If someone comes into my house and I don't offer them a drink, when yeah. they leave, my mum gets on me. Same. Like when in that in our house okay. anyway, it's like proper like old school when like guests come round, mm. like my aunt, my mum will be like, you have to feed them. Yeah, oh, I know this. My mum will be like, oh, can you can you go and put this and? You've never you... been in it. Sorry, Ray. You've never been in a West African house before. No. You know, loads of Nigerian people. Have you never been to their houses? You actually have been to their house because you have been to a friend's house who I know is Nigerian. So if they're not feeding you, maybe because their mother is not there. So, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about family homes. Oh, you know I mean, I'm talking like, about family homes. Yeah, then yeah. You, you, oh, yeah, it's better. Uh, family home, like, you can always offer you food. Like, oh, like, are you hungry? Do you want something so, to eat? You have, you say no out of politeness. But then you're both still in the Say no out of politeness. Yeah, you well, that's what I've been no. taught to say yeah, no. Yeah, if you say yes, what are you doing? Are you not fed at home? Exactly. <laughs> you're going to disgrace your mother. Is, you my, are you mad? No, but the thing is that if you come to my house, you're going to get fed. Like, Yeah, but I will say no, like, twice before I agree. Yeah, so you you won't even get asked if you're hungry. You'll no, just but get I will be like, no, auntie, it's okay. That's what I no, hear. You have, oh, no, 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 you, you have wouldn't to ask. Ask. You have to decline, and you no, have no, to no. ask. So in Jamaican houses, it's they very, literally just give you the prideful. food. It's like no, they, they, they necessarily give you the food. It's like, are you hungry? Do you want to eat? Mm. And you'd be like, you say yes or no, because then they, my mum literally. Just don't your people say no first? 
Like if you were, if you go thing to is, your... The thing is in Caribbean houses, they tend to overcook. They overcook. No, no, no. So, I think that's guests not come, so they know that the food's there. But like, if you're not hungry then, they're not going to force you to eat. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Uh, if you if you say no, then they won't give you the food. Really? But, but I told you, Jamaicans are direct. Will you they want, be offended? You want, you could, no. Okay. But the thing is, it's like if you go, it's like when you go to a Caribbean restaurant, a Caribbean takeaway, and you don't, and you're saying, you're umming and ahhing about the thing. Wow. So here I am, actually wanting to eat, but I'm I say in, no out of custody. That's what I've been told. At this point, I've been told that. That's what I'm saying. But like, if you're doing them, I'm not. <laughs> you know. Yeah. What I mean? like, well, do you want the food? Yes or no? Are you hungry? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'll, I'll do your plate. No, my mum always I think says, it's as direct as that. My mum always says that's, 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 that's as direct as you're going to get yeah, in I certain houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you never, I mean? my mum's always told me, like, you back never, and forth. You never know whose hand is cooking the food. Exactly. So it's like, even when I go to like parties and stuff, I'm not allowed to eat the food. Oh, but my mum's always like, you so don't. So you get older though. So when you get, like, like with me, when I now, got older, yeah. then I was like, I went to my aunt's now house. Now I go and have a plate and I've got bare food on the plate. Obviously, when I was younger, and I'd be like, oh, mum, I'm hungry. My mum would rather have me starve. Than eat, eat food at someone's house. Exactly. Yeah. But then whose house are you? Whose houses are you guys going to it that you wouldn't be trust? Anyone? No. It's do you know what I mean? You're, you're getting taken to houses that you don't trust. So yeah, why would you, you not to eat remember, the food? Yeah, but you have to remember. Well, in Zanzibar, anyway. <laughs> like, what? I don't understand. No, but I think that's you being culturally. Sorry, I'm going to say the word, but inept with regards to ignorant. Yeah, really, ignorant. really culturally because ignorant. Because I'm. I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> Wait, go on, go on, Ray Lamb. No, land. You, you do need to be very culturally because, like, say in my home in Zanzibar. Like, my mother is actually not the one cooking the food. It will be somebody else, you know what I mean? Mm. So it, you don't even know who's cooking your food. It could be that person, but you don't know. Like, your, your closest people, you don't know about them, like, that much, you know what I mean? And also, mm. it's just like... And say, say no, saying no is twofold. It's like, exactly. you don't know whose hand's cooking it. And also, you don't want to disgrace your mom. Exactly. And be like, I'm hungry. I'm my hungry. My mother has me. not fed me. That's exactly. it, exactly. So if I say, yes, I'm really hungry, auntie, and my mother is there, woo! Heavy... When I get home... <laughs> Heavy is the shoulders of an African child, man. Boy. But at the same time, it's almost you what, modest mate? as well <laughs> and God, humble. Like, so if I go to my aunt's house and like, also a woman's house and it's like, oh, no, auntie, it's okay. It's, it's also nice in, in a weird way. I can't really explain it. It's also quite, oh, no, like my child, like, it's okay. And I'm like, oh, no, auntie. It's kind of like, hmm. oh, you've cooked this big meal. You should feed it to, you know, people like are worthy of your food. Do mm. you know what I mean? Not like me commonly do you know what I mean but then it's like oh no you must have it and then you're like mm, okay do you know what I mean like a little, a little act you yeah you have to put together. it on I don't know about you people just oh, saying yes or no straight away hi guys if you liked what we talked about in this episode then you are in for an absolute treat exclusively for our listeners in collaboration with Roundhouse the Roundhouse and the Royal Opera House brings to you the return of Ulysses directed by the amazing John Paul James following on from the success of Orfeo the Royal Opera House and the Roundhouse collaborate again for the first in the round staging of Montevardi's opera the return of Ulysses the return of Ulysses is considered an early masterpiece of Baroque opera Roderick Williams sings the title role with Christine Rice as Penelope. The opera will be sung in English and conducted by Baroque music specialist Christian Kernan. 40 singers from Roundhouse and the Royal Opera House local communities will be given the opportunity to perform on their iconic stage alongside professional opera singers. Now, Mostlit is offering a 30% uh, discount across all tickets with the code MOSTLYLIT. Remember, that's one word, all lowercase letters, and the offers are open for all tickets prices, including the £10 standing tickets that will be issued every day for the day of issue. So make sure you go and see it, guys, and tell us what you think. That's 30% discount across all tickets with the code MOSTLYLIT. So I've rehashed my segment, calling it Best Life Reads, and the book I've chosen this week is called 
Books for Living, A Reader's Guide to Life by Will Schwabel. Now, Schwabel. Now, it's not... Schwabel. even. Will Schwabel. And it's basically not... Um, it's not what you think. It's basically... A lot of people... It's not what lo- you think. Is it a no, self-help book? No, it's not. But a lot of people will... A lot of people message me like, "Oh, what kind of like what kind of books should I start reading, or what kind of books um, to, to start with, and whatnot?" And this book, basically, he's written about he's written about a list of several books from is it a novel? The Girl on the Train. No, it's not. A, it's not a novel. Is it short stories? Let's put it's some respect on Alice's section. Yeah. No, no, as in because remember which no. On our let me. Can I just let him land? Let him land. <laughs> so there are several. There are several books. There are several books that he's spoken about. So he speaks about books like some from Stuart Little. Girl on the Train, The Odyssey, Giovanni's Room, The Great Gatsby, and he basically he basically talks about he basically talks about which books which books within those and what lessons you can learn from them and what lessons he learned from them while reading. Mm-hmm. So he basically so that's what I was going to suggest because you know everybody kind of wants to know where to start, and he kind of gives it a perspective on certain this actually looks on certain lit. novels. Yeah, it does. So, so if, you guys, if, you, if you guys if you if you guys want to if you guys want to read the book. Um, let me know. I'm getting this. Can I let just ask know. what it is? Because you actually haven't tried no, no, to I'm, ask I'm him. I'm saying he's right. They're, they're like little essays. So they're essays. They're little okay. essays. But like, I mean, if I said it's not a short story and it's not a novel, but it's um, it's quite an interesting book. And he he's written about several books. And even in there, he writes about Odyssey and about what it taught him about mediocrity and how he learnt. You know, he wrote an essay on the Odyssey when he was. So this or, is where you get. No, no, no. But he, he, no, he wrote he wrote an essay on it when he was younger and he like his professor gave him a C and he went to his professor and said oh I think I deserve a B for it so then the professor took the essay and was like all right here's a B what now do you want an A as well like you have to work for what you have to work for what you do and if you you should be sometimes the the professor was like you should be happy with being mediocre in those particular instances if you provided a C grade paper that's the paper that he's provided you can't go around asking for more if you've not provided the level, mm. you see what I mean. Yeah, real talk. So that's kind of what you're saying. Oh, then, he, then he then he related that to the Odyssey and saying, you know, Odysseus was a mediocre man and various different things. But that's very minor part. But he talks about the different elements of certain books. It's got Bartleby in here. Yeah. So it's an interesting book, and that's Books for Living: A Reader's Guide to Life by Will Schwab. This looks lit. Yeah. Can't wait to read this. Anyway, moving on. Okay. Sorry. Lovely. Moving on. Thank you. So. Mostly flicks. So mostly flicks. We're talking about Black Mirror, specifically um, episode six. Is it episode yeah. six? Yeah. Black Museum, which was it was like an hour long. I thought they were like half an hour. No, no, no. So no, when no, you told no. me to read, a lot it. of them, a lot of them are forty minutes plus. Yeah. So I've never watched Black Mirror before. This is the only episode I've watched. It's the last episode I'm going to watch. <laughs> I have no interest in watching this series. Really? Absolutely none at all. Should we read the seri- watch the series before? Nah. It's a good one. I'm okay, thank you. Because um, <laughs> it's really disturbing. Like, it's Oh, not, 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 all of them are, not all of them are like that. I wasn't scared, I was disturbed. That's a disturbing episode. But there are several episodes which are different, but anyway. Well, okay. well I, was, I was also told to read Hang the DJ, which is a lot more watch optimistic. Hang the, watch Hang the DJ. Apparently. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, with, with, oh, I haven't watched that one. That's a good one. With Black Museum. what what the, the last part of Black Museum, the last two parts, I thought were really interesting. The first one was that guy's relationship with pleasure and pain. Yeah. Was I hated it. It was I, horrible. That was my, oh. one of my favorites. The end was horrible. I hated it. 
where he does relationship with pleasure. Where he drills the guy's head. That's the first one. You know, isn't it so interesting that even when he was in a coma, he was in pleasure because it was kind of terrible. The boner wasn't real. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. That wasn't real. That wasn't real. But the fact that he's... I really liked it. I think it was, it was such a good concept, though. Like, as a doctor, if you to know what people are feeling so you can kind of, like, diagnose certain things quickly. But when it's obviously taken... It, it didn't make sense, though. You don't think? No, it, it didn't make sense because just because you read what something's supposed to... You, you, you read symptoms in a textbook doesn't mean when you feel them you're going to be able to know what, they, what that, it is. No, it's, it's, it's hit and miss. It, does I mean, it, pla- it, not... it, it places it doctors on some sort of level. God level, yeah. It was some sort of God level that yeah. I don't think that they're on. Do you understand? But a lot of them believe that, though, because they are they are actually in control of life and death. They're in not. A set. No, that's how some of them feel, because you go into a surgery, they can leave you to die, and you could actually mm. die, or they can actually a try and fix you. A lot of doctors do have quite a lot of power. So they have a lot of power. Some of them have this really weird mystique about the power of the surgeon and stuff. I'm just saying that's what a lot of people. Yeah, believe. I just didn't you've make. Watched, sense. You've watched Grey's Anatomy, you know that that's kind of. But essentially, I think what Derek's trying to get at is, pa- like, pain isn't the same. Is it universal in terms of how it feels? Exactly. But, and I understand There's that. There's levels to it. Exactly, I understand that. Like, for example, I have a really low pain threshold. Like, a flu for me is I'm I'm gone. Do you know what I mean? But I, at the same time, what I got was that. Because a lot of the time, diagnosis is very hit and miss. And sometimes they're genuinely just playing a guessing game with a bunch of symptoms that they have. But if you can guess that quicker, yeah, then I think that's the issue, is just guessing it quicker. Yeah, because yeah, a lot, as he said in the program, um, a lot of patients come in and they can't explain what's wrong with them. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's like a educated guess based on a certain amount of proof. And or they evidence. just don't know what it or is. What well, I quite liked about so that, that was, was the idea of fear and how pain isn't, um, the only thing, it's the fact that you need that element of, of fear, fear um, to be able to really... Yeah, he was a mess by together. the end. Uh, yeah. But how did you like, how did you think about the um, the last part was the... the uh, no, let's move, let's do the... Let's do the middle part first. Yeah. Wait, what, was that, what was the middle part? The again? consciousness into the, was it into the teddy bear? The, um, yeah, the, the, the misogyny. The let's misogyny? Oh, the misogyny? Of course, man. The consciousness, so basically the, what, the, 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 the woman... Partner, yeah. When the when her consciousness got put into the teddy yeah. bear. All oh, right. Not you. That's the end. Listen. I know, but that's the. Ooh, I know. The story. Let's yeah. talk about when he, when they, they put her in his mind, and they yeah. really came to do nagging wife. <laughs> that's what I mean when I'm talking about. Well, okay, not misogyny. There's mean, sexism within it. Of course, Alex. Come on. It's very evident. It's very, yeah. It's, it's glaring. Do you know I what I mean? Anybody. Oh, she's annoying. I think me. anybody that. Yeah. Oh, she's asking me to wash my hands after I go to the toilet. You're so annoying. Really? Come on, bruh. Absolutely ridiculous. And you know why I think I agree I with Derek I, I, here? I feel like... Okay, go on. Because go on. at the end, so when we jump to the ending, when the mother is within the mother, the daughter's mind, remember at the end? Yeah. That wasn't a nagging relationship. It's it was kind of just like, yeah, look, I've just, you know, But don't fine. you see... The, but don't you see... Isn't it... I feel like it's clear. Like, if you've got... Um, if you, you've got are, if, are you trying to tell me you'd no, not no, 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 no. If, you've, if, you've got, if you've got a man and a woman inside each other's minds they're going to argue every, and, who, and who is put above if the you, other if you've, got, if you've got a mother and a daughter Wait, together on, the relationship's going to be different Ab- it hold, makes sense Alex, I agree hold on. I disagree Alex your jump off point there what, what is it that if you put a man and a woman no. in each other's head they're, they're going to argue they're going to argue what's the jump off point there why, why is that she, and why are they going to argue why, why so, are they going to argue so for example if a man was in a woman's mind yeah. from, what, from what I was watching on the programme yes yeah, and he was watching her date for example, yes. he's going to be like, she's going to, he's going to be like, oh, but that's not where that's not where the nagging or, began, Alex. That's but what I mean, saying. I mean, 
yeah, he, he. That's understandable. But what I'm saying is that's when not. Snagging was to do with I, the I, child. I it had like nothing to do with dating or whatever. Yeah. It was more so like, oh, why are you going to put this? Don't shout at her. Da, 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 da. It was that, and, and that is not. And like, it's, it's also it's also not the whole thing I, that oh, if only we could mute our wives. If only we yeah, could. Yeah, and let's just turn, turn her off. Let's turn her off for How a bit. How long has it been? Well, it's been quite a while. How could you do that to... Mm, do you know what I mean? I, I kind of just don't want her to go. Like, can I put her somewhere else? You know, because I don't, I don't want to listen to her. Uh, come on, you cannot tell me you did not see I that. I feel like it. you guys are actually... As in, if some, if somebody's in your mind, they are driving you crazy. You press you press mute and you, you turn them off. You are not getting I don't... I, there's nothing to get. Like, you see what I mean? If you're, somebody's in your mind, if you were in my head, and you were nagging at me, or you were ah, shouting at me, or nagging. whatever. Okay, stop. If I was in your mind, and I'm telling you, don't do that. And you're like, don't tell me what to do. Da, 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 da. And then, with the, and then there you're, no, then you're there arguing with yourself in your mind. As me, as as can me you call your breeze, yeah, please? Really I, don't, I, I really don't understand where you guys are. Well, if you don't see it, then I see but it. I, don't, I really like, don't understand, because if somebody's in your mind regardless, and, 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 and if there's thing, someone's in, someone's in your mind, and they are criticising what you do I think you're not. you are going to go crazy. You're not getting the connotations, one. You're not getting me and Ray's starting off point. The critique, where we're coming from, that's what I think you're not getting. Like we said, it didn't start with the, the nagging about the child or whatever. She's the she's the, one of the parents too. She has an equal say in how the child should be raised. What happens to the child when he shouts at the child and he comes to do that, and she's like, "Don't do that," uh, and she's like, "Don't do that." He's just a child. Yeah. He gets annoyed as if to say, "Why are you telling me that?" It? Which, would have, which like, would have happened if she was there. But he's in the room. They would have argued that. Hmm? They would have argued about that because that would have happened if she was exactly. there. Exactly. Yes. The same thing. The nagging wife. That's what we're trying to say. It doesn't matter if it's in the brain or if it's anywhere else. It's the interaction between not, men and women. Let's not forget. He and cons- how they're portrayed. He consented to her being in his head. He came to do, oh, I love her. Let me, do you I know I don't want I mean? her to go, but I don't blah. want her to go, I feel like... She was she's, not a nag at all. She's in a, she's in a coma. He's going to say, yes, I want her. I, if you can transfer her consciousness into mine, I'm going to want that. Because I want, because I want, her, she want, she did the green light, red light. I want to be able to feel my child. I want to do all this stuff. Why wouldn't you? You see what I mean? I just feel, I feel like, I feel like if you're going to be in those situations, you, all of this stuff would have happened anyway. It's just that when it's inside your mind and it's encroaching and like you can't, in that situation, he could have walked out. In that situation, she could have she could have left the room. But, but, the they, but, they, but, they, but they cannot they, they cannot though. leave each other. We're not saying there's, that. A, there's, a, there's a point where if you're having an argument, you can cool off. And in order for him, in order for him to do that, he has, he has to press. We, we press don't forward. disagree with any of those things. We do, we literally are not disagreeing with that. We are disagreeing with the fact that the way we, it's portrayed. Exactly, we are saying that. The relationship between man and the woman, whether it's inside your brain, whether it's a, a, a wife and a husband in a in a house, the woman is always seen to be this or illustrated to be this nagging person. Like, oh, shut up! Don't forget, like, he mutes her exactly. for eight weeks. Exactly. So that, that's what we're saying. Now, if you disagree that that is not the case, and women are not portrayed like that, and when he when she was put in his mind, that continued, that portrayal continued. If you disagree with that, then I have an issue. Like, do you know what I mean? As in, that's that to me is a bit like, how can you not see that women are being portrayed as these beings who are nagging and just annoying and, ugh, can't we just mute them? Essentially, she actually did mute her. How is mm. that? How is that not apparent? Let's not forget that there was a there was a case I read about this of a guy who basically killed his wife, chopped her up, put her in uh, black bins, and put put her outside his house. Right when he got caught and he was on trial, the judge oh. gave him a lighter sentence because he said. Well, his wife was a bit of a nag. Do you know what I mean, Alex? This is this is what this is where we're coming from. 
that whole women so wife do, nags you know what i mean oh, of course you're going to be annoyed when somebody's in your head talking but we're not saying that 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 is like universal it's mm. more so like she's portrayed as a nag as whether it's in your brain or whether it's in real life in real and that life. is wrong yeah that's yeah. all we're saying okay <laughs> No, but do you, do you actually disagree with that? He doesn't. He doesn't. He, leave him. Let, let, let Alex leave. No, I mean, like, literally. Like, I'm just basically saying that the, I feel like the point of the episode was that you cannot share consciousness. I with think somebody. there's multiple points of the episode. And I feel that's, that's the way I looked at it. You cannot yeah. share consciousness with somebody because in any of those situations, they would have happened anyway. But the fact that you can actually separate yourself is different. When somebody is in your mind, like someone's in your mind and can feel the exact same things that you feel mm. is different. Of course, we're coming from it from different perspectives. Yeah. And I don't think and that it's just like... If you say you can't share consciousness with people, that means that what happened at the end of the episode wouldn't have been able to happen. Where exactly. the mother's literally chilling in the in the her and daughter's mind. Like, really how did I do, mum? Did great, baby. Great, yeah. And she's so relaxed. And they're going it, off with their music. Da, 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 exactly. The but then this kind of raises the point again with the as, like what you guys said, like the relationship with men and women and the relationships with women and women and men and men. But that's what we're saying. They're, so they're, they're portrayed so, so differently, the, because but it, it shouldn't be portrayed differently. But, because men well, and I'm, women I'm, can... Sit down and have a and great relationship. Exactly. Why is it that when there, it's a man and a woman, she has to be the nagging one and he has to mute her, but if it's, it's a daughter and a mother... Do you know how uh, like annoying parents are? Like, it's like, he, he, like he's the one who's suffering, but yet <laughs> she's the one who actually doesn't have a physical body. She's the one who's living inside of his head, but he's the one that's suffering. Give over, Alex. <laughs> Clarissa's <laughs> <sighs> really, in the room like <laughs> no I feel I'm just, listening I really just anyway okay anyway we just have to agree to disagree yeah let's move on to different perspectives because I just feel like I never agree to disagree because I'm always right I feel like it's just come, like I mean I think it's interesting to see <laughs> the different this is probably why Black Mirror is so popular because but it gives it gives rise to these kind of conversations exactly but anyway moving on to the last bit last bit Oh, yeah, so um, revamping my section. Oh, yes, of Black Mirror. The last bit of Black Mirror. Oh, We're still talking about this? <laughs> the last oh. bit's the most important. Yeah, you, yes, it is. See, yes, this it is. is. Yes, it is. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> see, this is what? What are you trying to say? So the last bit of Black Mirror. Yeah. What did you think about the last bit of Black Mirror? Derek, what did you think about the last bit of Black Mirror? I thought it was very, very Which I didn't forget about. I thought it was, you know, I thought it was interesting mm. because at first, it, 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 it basically made me realise the intersection of criminal criminality the fact you're criminal and then the fact that you're a black criminal because mm. obviously people see criminals as these bodies that can be used oh they've they've done their crime they don't deserve this they don't deserve that they don't do this but then also when they're black criminals as well there's more of a complete be human be humanizing of them do you know what i mean yeah and I, I was what was really interesting is that they're using i guess using black pain for entertainment as well that was really good um like the <sighs> I remember I saw you tweet and you was like, before I even watched the episode, you was like, I can't get that guy out of my head who actually came to let him suffer for a couple yeah. couple more seconds. Because of, of the money. Because of the money. Like, do you know what I mean? For me, that wasn't the most disturbing part. The most disturbing part was the fucking key rings, man. Oh, the key rings? The key rings was weird. Mm. Absolutely weird. I don't know. I found like, the, um, even the guy who was getting off on that, Oh, he came to unzip his trousers. Yeah, good I'm God! Getting, like you know what I mean? Like mm. fascists. I really just I, I, that, really, was, that really disturbed me. I wanted to. I felt sick. Mm, yeah, do you know what I mean? But he was a sadist, not yeah. necessarily a racist. If you know what I mean. I mean, 
I don't know. But then it, that can come down to the consumption of black bodies as well. Yeah. In terms of sexual consumption of black men. Yeah. Which again is probably is is very very interesting. Proper light. Uh, mm. What do you think? Yeah, it was uh, disturbing. Like, is that it? No, like it was <laughs> like you guys have said everything I want to say. Like mm. it was really disturbing, mm. and um, the part the part that I was like really sad at was when his wife came and saw him. Um, that part was quite like it was emotional, man. Yeah, like, I know you cried, and the way he was, um, like you can see that his eyes just went blank. Yeah, his brain dead. And mm. it was just like mm. shit. And it was almost like, okay, we're doing this again. It was just. It was yeah. That was a hor- That was the worst. Because it, it one changed. Of the there was parts. a part when he was like, "I'm feeling this pain, and this pain is horrible." Mm. Then it got to a point where it's like he's shaking, but his eyes are blank. Yeah. But then it raises another question outside of like race and the criminality of euthanasia, where she comes to like she's going to set him free at the end. Mm. He's still alive. He's still conscious. He's not a vegetable because when she puts her hand to the yeah. thing, he does it as well, which yeah. means he has got some consciousness in there. But then yeah. she still says, I'm no. going to set him free yeah. from whatever, whatever. And you just have to think, was that the right thing to do? Mm. If someone is, if someone is suffering to a certain level, do we come and say we have the right to end their suffering? Without, without their consent. Because he can't ask for it, though. Yeah. You know I what I mean? I guess it, I know, it's a tricky debate to have, isn't it? Because mm. it's like without... He's been constantly. He's been suffering for how many years was that? That was like it doesn't specify. It, yeah, it doesn't specify. But it was looked mm. like it was over a decade of just being shocked, like all that time, and she left it on, didn't she? Mm. So I don't know, man. I just feel like who's that girl? She's in black. She's such a good actress. She's in Black Panther. Yeah, what's her name? She's English, right? Ooh. No, she's definitely English. I, I saw her at the tape. Oh, I went to the oh, tape and I saw her there. She was literally just sitting there, uh, um, coloring something in or drawing or something. Really? Yeah. She's definitely Letitia English. White. Letitia White. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Because like, when, she, when she switched accents, I was like, what? But yeah. Yeah. That was that was a really good episode. I liked it when the guy was getting hot. He kept on getting hot all the time. It was yeah. really good. I won't lie. At the beginning, I was thinking, this guy's going to do something. Yeah, this is what I was thinking. I was thinking, this guy's going to yeah. do something. That, that anxiety of like, what's gonna, what he's going to do to this black girl. Exactly. Kind of thing. And I think because I people were like, there's a race element. I thought, oh God, what's he... Because obviously there's, you know, um, I thought it was going to be another get out situation. I thought, oh, yeah. yeah, I was thinking, yeah, exactly. Like, like um, what what? Get this girl. I thought it was going to be like a Henrietta Lacks sort of thing where he harvests her body for, I don't know, some blackness, some melanin or something to use. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's what I thought it was going to be. I'm just <laughs> glad that she took the teddy with her. That must be torture. She's stuck inside that teddy bear for the rest of her life. Yeah. But like taking the teddy with you and then. I liked it that she placed the teddy bear next to her when she was electrocuting him yep. so that she could watch him, yeah. um, watch him dying. That was... All that time, that satisfaction. Mm. That is mental. I don't know, man. I liked, I liked the season of Black Mirror. Um, I think I preferred last season, mm. but this season was really good. Really good. It did raise a lot of issues, but you need to watch Hang the DJ. Yeah, my, my. That in particular. That Charlie Brooker you know, guy, he's English, right? Yeah. Amazing. Do you know who he's married to? Connie Huck. Fam, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, what's that news round? Yeah, I was like, that's so low key. Like, yeah. wow. I, I love to, them. I listened yeah, to a podcast yeah. of him this morning, and it's really good. That's like my childhood couple. I've never. Seen... Was Charlie Brooke on TV when he was younger? Mm, I think he's done some pundit stuff, but he's I a mean, columnist for the Guardian. Yeah, he's a, he's a pundit. Yeah, I remember watching him on like Newsnight and stuff, talking yeah. about social media. Yeah, but that was about it. He said that. Yeah, he was talking about how he tweets less, and he um he called Twitter a video game. Yeah, which I thought was very interesting. <laughs> I mean. 
kind of is. Kind of is, yeah. You pick a, <laughs> use like you pick a character and then you run with <laughs> and then it. You run with it. I was like, okay, cool. My God. But yeah, that's Black Mirror. If you guys haven't watched it, of course, we've more or less spoiled that episode for you. But go watch it. Go watch that in the seasons before. Like, it's a really good one. Mm. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Raifa, what you got for us today? Um, Introduce your segment, girl. Oh, yeah. So my new segment is going to be called uh, Raise Issues <coughs> or My Issue Is Whatever You Guys Want to Play Around With. I don't mind. Um, and it's where I talk about any issues pertaining to anything. I'm tired of just limiting myself to books because I just have so much more to offer you. Um, <coughs> and today's <coughs> issue is going to be based on something, based on uh, sexual relationships and how we view uh, sex on, whether it's on, on a man and a woman and the differences between sexual interactions between a man and a woman. Because um, I read something in the, uh, on Twitter and it really like, made me angry and so i wanted to kind of bring it to you guys so basically my issue is i just when we talk about sex and it's something that it has been going around for a very long time but i want to find a solution to it because that's the only way i can feel like i'm doing something a solution yeah mm. i like solutions okay and so my issue is when we talk about sex and when when a man and woman get together and then it finishes, the man always leaves with this triumph. Like he has, he has taken something from this woman and can then go on to tattletale and use sexual intimacy as a means of stripping away a woman's dignity. And a woman is looked on as this passive participant she's there but she's not really there like sex is something that is done to her mm. and it's not about two equals coming together to do this act whether it's halal or haram like boom mm -hmm. cool take your pick but um it's it's either 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 way it's like this thing that she must hide or she mm. must be humble to because she's giving away something mm. and my issue is how do we go about changing that? Because I'm really disgusted. And you can have men who claim to be these feminists and who claim to be allies of the cause, but still go into sexual intimacy with women with this idea because it's like, oh yeah, I beat her then. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, oh look, me, I read bell hooks. <laughs> and I'm so like, I'm like, this is the thing that always sticks. Like why? Because so how can we go about changing that? I think it's because it's not obvious to 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 mandem. You know what I mean? It's it's I don't know. It takes us. I don't want to say it takes a certain level or whatever. I don't want to make any kind of excuses for the way obviously mandem talk about uh, beating women or whatever. Just that word. The relationships. What yeah. beating? Even beating. Like even those little things. Just you don't right. you don't really see how they're just. But no, no. This semantically, I, I know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Of, I know what you mean. Yeah, of course we, we do. It. Like when like when I talk about, I say, oh. We beat, we're beating. It's never like, oh, I, oh, I beat that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It is quite a lot. Some, some people say that. Some people say that. Like as a some bragging, people right? do yeah. say that. Like, Most I'm saying, people do. I mean, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, and mm -hmm. um, it's just very difficult to change the way we talk about having sex with women. Do you know what I mean? But even because obviously uh, language is everything. Yeah, absolutely. And so maybe we can start changing how we talk about sex mm. with women and hope to influence our minds in that sense and what's good I, as well is that women t 
turn it around and be like, oh, yeah, I fucked him. I beat him. Mm-hmm. I did this to him. I did that to him. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's really, like, a lot of, a lot of sex-positive um, feminists, that's what they do. But they'll talk about, like, very, I did that to him. It's slow. I think it's very slow. It like, is very slow. That idea mm-hmm. of I, I, reclaiming I languages. That as often. And it's, it's, gonna, it's, it's a very slow process. Mm. But, you know, since we're all about the immediate now, mm. how, like, I just what feel... can we do? What can we actually, because I'm, I'm so sick of it. As I... in, it makes me really angry. I think that um, it's, it's, it's the, it's the, <laughs> Why are you laughing? I think it's just the support that people give those bragging rights. Do you see what I mean? Because you said that they use it as a kind of tool, like as to say, oh yeah, I did this and whatnot. But it's the people that are supporting them to do those kind of things. That kind of, that, 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 that needs to stop. Do you it's see what I mean? Look, it's and once you, you know what I mean? But you need to, like, that whole, that whole kind of culture of like, not holding anybody to accountability, yeah. to account, uh, accountable for certain things just because, oh, I know them or this, that, and the other. But if you know them, you should be able to hold them accountable or you should be able to have your own mind enough to say, this is wrong, stop doing that. And a lot of people aren't going to do that because of collective like mindsets. If, if, it's not, if it's not the done thing, they're not going to say it. Yeah. But I feel like that that's where it starts. And once, and once people can stand up and say, like, and have, have their own mind, you know, but... Also, I wanted to pose another with regard to that. I saw some girls. So I said something along the lines of, I feel like women, like as, as women, we should be very careful with who we lay with. I yeah. laid with anybody, but yeah. That's part of the problem, yeah. right? So, but I was saying this. I was like, because as much, no, because as much says. as we, like, as much as we would think these men are, at the end of the day, they'll go and chat shit. Do you know what I mean? And say all of these things. So I'm like, rah, like, be really careful who you back it up with because some of these people do not treat you as their equal. And why would you want to go into that act mm. with somebody who does not see you as their equal? But then at the same time, there's another girl who said, and I agreed with her, she said, um, there's a real like imbalance because at the end of the day, if I want to be sexually active and if I want to go and um, if I'm looking at this man and I'm like, you know what, mm. I'm really attracted to you and I really want to do this act with you, I should be able to do it without the worry that you go out and be like... Not just not just that. I think when you when you say don't give it up for anyone, you're placing some sort of special exactly. emphasis on what you're. Gi- what, do you know mm, what I mean? Even, I get it. I get it. I get it. So well, I, I think, totally get it. But I it's, think what's but important then is why just, would you why would you even my my aspect is mm. I may have put the wording really wrong. Mm. My aspect is I I would not want to lie with somebody who does not see me as their equal. Do you know what I mean? The thing is, if you're literally just let, let me say something, Mandem yeah will be anything, bro. There'll be there'll <laughs> there'll be a girl who's who's running around calling them the n-word. They'll be and they don't care. Do you understand? And I've started to meet quite a few um women as well, some of them feminists who are like, this guy can be a misogynist, uh, um do his misogynoir. I'm just beating him. I don't care. I'm not gonna marry him, I'm not gonna the do anything. Detachment. I'm just sexing so, him. Because they're getting they're getting their things and then he can go off and do what he's doing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're using him as a masturbating tool. The same so, way a man tried to so use So what, women. is that the solution to just Yo, for either side to just not People care? need to be careful of soul ties. That's Get what the I, fuck out, That's Alex. what I am saying. I'm Alex. done. I think this conversation <laughs> is over. Did you really? <laughs> Alex? Come on, come on. Are you serious? Soul ties? <laughs> oh, I was going to say. What? <laughs> the butt. Anyway, I'm not going to disrespect but anybody's yeah, so religion. That, that was my issue for that. I really had an issue with that. Like, yeah. I'm just really pissed. Yeah, education. We've got education. We need to and hold people accountable. Men are so trash. Anyways, yeah. um, yeah. So that's my issue for talk. Okay. Yeah, let us know what you think. Yeah. Let should should we think. be backing it up to anybody or people who see us as their equal? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Okay. Um, 
this is where we're going to place our tet, our tet, or what's on your mind from now on. Um, so basically, this section for any new listeners is just about like something that we're just thinking about that we just want to round off the the episode with. Um, any light thoughts on particular issues? So, who wants to start? So, are we talking about the fact that Waterstones came to do their sales are really bad over Christmas? <laughs> And one of the reasons they said was because they didn't have any big titles. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, that was, I'm sure they said that. That was one of the reasons. I'm not saying that was the ultimate reason. Why do you think that is? Why don't they have any big titles? Well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe the publishing industry isn't doing something they're supposed to be doing in terms of they're making big, they make, marketing makes big titles. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Fifty Shades of Grey is a bad book. Are people just book. not buying books as much? Well, I don't know. I think, I think book sales are up in, are. in overall, are I they? think. I think. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, but um, I have an issue. I, I always have issues with Waterstones, but go on. I love Waterstones. I go there all the time. They do really nice um, uh, scones with um, clotted cream. You go there oh, for the food. My <laughs> God, no, but it's such a chill spot. Also, can you please get an extra bathroom? This is to the one at Piccadilly. Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. Actually, because <laughs> I really, I'm broken. there all the time, so I really need y'all to. And I can't be walking up to the fifth floor to go all to the, the toilet. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's long. <laughs> We're so. Sp- <laughs> it's, it's true, but like the thing is, like, I was I was in Watsons the other day, and like the whole three for two situation, I kind of had flashbacks. Oh, was that like, you tweeting that? There's like yeah, the three for two situation. Just let it go, Alex. It's no, it needs back. to come back. Two books for the price of what, like, and I really mm. want. Are I you really even want, buying books, Alex? I can't. No, like, no, like, no, no. I was looking. I was looking at them. Yeah, <laughs> shut up, Ray. I was looking at them, and I was thinking like the three for two, but like my bookshelf, like the, the amount of books I bought. Mm of the three for two and if we're talking about a slump in book sales or what or whatnot or like not over enough big time over christmas you know over christmas like back in the day it was used to it used to be good because you can like you bought you could buy six books mm. and you and you know that you're only paying for four or mm. whatever and those are those are big things but they don't seem to be bringing that back anytime soon from what they tweeted me in response so and that's fair i want I, like but it'd be good Leave to have those back. Want... i know i know i know yeah. i'm just teasing but they are but we i feel love like you Waterstones. i like them but at the us. same <laughs> at the same time <laughs> but at the same time like it, it was a good thing it was a good thing i just mm. want to know why why did it happen but i mean big titles <laughs> why did it happen? philip pullman's is a big title mm. i think rennie's book is um a big title yeah well. now that emma watson's tweeting it who said? So someone said, "Oh, you're reading a book that basically says to why someone isn't talking to you." Okay, but I disagree with that because <laughs> white people are the ones that should be reading these damn books. That's it. They're like we 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 know we know this stuff. Yeah, that's it. it's mm, you. We and some people some people know it. I mean, well, but I guess, but like I but, think so. It's right that she should be reading it. Everybody should. Be I mean, everybody yeah, should like, be reading it. But I think. Then the then man there should be reading it even what's more. The, what's the popularity of it go up now? Because um, I what? mean, that's but a good, yeah, but it's good. That's so. a good thing. Yeah, man, get her money, man. It was just so funny. It was just, it was just funny seeing that man. Like, Why? I don't know. I just, just I Emma think Watson. she should be reading it. I love Emma Watson, even though really? she has booky white feminism views. No, she doesn't. Mm. She's, 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 well, her, me, her media portrays her to be. Yeah. yeah. You guys just thought, you guys stopped liking her when she critiqued Beyonce, which was absolute an absolutely fair critique. I didn't critique. even know that. She I didn't even. I didn't know. I don't know who you guys are. I don't know who that is. Bell Hook said. Basically the same thing. Oh, that. Oh, but I don't. Oh, that, that. I, I, I didn't. I didn't actually. Criticism. I, didn't I, actually, I actually like Emma Watson. Yeah. I don't dislike her. So. Oh, so you think I that criticism she's... was fair as well? I don't oh. even know the criticism. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Right. But she criticized Beyonce. Wow, what a cow. Wow. Anyway. <sighs> okay, so my thing is this week is just like, um, 
I watched the Bruno Mars uh, finesse video with with um, Cardi B, and they paid homage to um, the In Living Color back in the nineties. So the nineties show In Living Color was Keenan Ivory Wayans and introducing Jim Carrey and um, Damon Wayans to the platform. And I just wanted to ask the question: First of all, have you guys seen the video? Yes. Did you enjoy the video? Yes. Cardi B is so sexy. Yeah. Unreal. Flow was sick, but um, I do. Cardi B. I oh my. Think she's sexy. Are you crazy? I think she has a charisma. She's she charming. Is. She has something she absolutely has no gorgeous. No sex appeal at all. Not no sex. She has sex appeal. No, I think. It. I think it's charisma, but. I think she. Yeah, like she's bubbly and like yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think it's yeah, charisma. Yeah, she's got that yeah. aspect, but but sexy. I think that, that's that's sex appeal. I think it's both. She has both. She I has don't everything. Think she has sex appeal at all. Anyway, a feminist icon. Who me? No, not. Thank you. I am. Wait, why do you want to call me a feminist icon? Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't just compliment me. It's okay. Cardi B. Call me a feminist icon. <laughs> I was going to say, Thank like... You, darling. I was going to say... Can we call this episode a feminist icon? I was going to um, say, because obviously... Ray, a feminist icon. They're paying, bio. they're paying homage to um, homage to the 90s. And I wanted to know, like, how, how far back should we pay homage to? And when it comes to, obviously, in a black British context, with what we've got on television, a lot of things are... A lot of things are being remade. Mm. A lot of things. A lot of people are looking for new stories, but they're just remaking old ones. And mm. when we had a when we had a good thing going, it was going, and then it stopped. And it didn't come back. So how far back should we go? With Black British, we should go back as far as we can because we don't have that many. We don't have as much as um, African Americans have. Yeah, we should go back all the way. So even with De- with Desmonds, I mean, I hope to God, yeah, that they turn the Barbershop Chronicles into a TV series. That would be amazing. I think it's coming. It, oh, it has to happen. Yeah. It has to happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So hopefully in you are, I hope, you, I hope that happens. Are they ever going to, because I don't, I don't have, never, I don't have tickets. I'm really sad. Barbershop Chronicle. It yeah, keeps selling out, innit? It. It's really good. Oh, fantastic. Thank you. Uh, please get me tickets. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, like I said, I think we should go back as far as we can because we just don't have as much as, do you know what I mean? Like things that people forget, like remember that movie Life and Lyrics? Life and Lyrics. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People forgot about that movie. That was a, a black British movie. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't think I know it. Yeah, you don't. It, it, and then it's, a, it's a good one. The Crouches, and we had The Real McCoy. Yeah, the Real McCoy. Goodness Gracious Me, good. At Home the, with the Kumars. The Kumars, the Kumars at number um, something. Yeah, and East is East, which was I a like classic. East is East, East yeah, is yeah, really yeah. good. You know they came to do West is West. I, I never studied watched it. East is East. Can you imagine? <laughs> really? Oh, really? I really? studied it. Makes sense. Yeah, it's good. Very, very, very important. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what you're saying. Sorry. Oh, Bend It Like Beckham. Oh, Bend It Like Beckham. Oh, okay. mad, mad. Big, big movie. One never, of my favourites. Never seen it, you know. What? Never seen okay, Bend It Like Beckham. Bend It Like Beckham's we're really... We're seeing it. Who's got a house that we can go to? <laughs> we're going to go to his West African house. My West African Oh, we're going to go to Clarissa's house and yeah. we're going to watch uh, Bend It Like Beckham. Bend It Like Beckham. Hey. Bend It Like Beckham's really good. Bullet, I mean, for what it was at well, the time. Well, guys, we haven't had Bullet a film Bullet. day, you know. Yeah, I haven't had a film night. Wow, we actually don't hang around with each other but, unless it's recording. <laughs> but, like, I feel like, you know, I don't know how far back we should go, but I feel that we we do need to just start creating more of these shows to come back based upon what was there. And, you know, The Real McCoys was really good because it highlighted West Indian and African culture in a, quite a positive light. Uh, I don't know about African culture, mate. It did a lot for the West Indians, but you lot ain't been rating us for a little while. I'm glad there's now. Well, there's when Barbershop, yeah, when Barbershop Chronicles becomes a TV show, because mm-hmm. I believe that it will. Mm-hmm. That would do. That would do wonders, mm-hmm. you know, for the African identity in the UK. Mm-hmm. I guess. 
So there's that. But it's about maintaining that balance. It shouldn't be about who's doing this and who's doing that, who's rating one. And, like, you know what I mean? There should be that level of respect. I'm just happy there was that one Jamaican guy in the Barbershop Chronicles, you know, to be honest. Did you watch um, uh, Black Mirror? You know, did you watch Crocodile? No, I've only seen the first and the last. Oh, because in one of them episodes, the guy that's in Barbershop Chronicles that plays the Jamaican guy, he's in that episode. So, so you might, if you see him, that's the guy. But yeah, how far back should we go to play Homish to the Nineties, guys? Um, we should be playing because I don't know anything. Like, just celebrate what's current. Yeah, but you wouldn't. Okay, that means that, that means you just wouldn't know whether it was playing Homish. Then you just you always think it's new, and everybody. Would I be always like, I always think it's new until someone tells me. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Okay, Ray, do you have anything? Um. Oh yeah. So basically, uh, Waterstones. Oh, sorry. Um. Is it The Fire and the Fury? Yeah. Or The Fury and the Fire, the new book coming out, the teller on uh, the worst president. That, that Actually, they're all terrible, and he's just one of them, yeah. you know. Uh, Trump he kind of exposes his personal life, and um, I heard that it will kind of bring a bit of an insight into their, the weird marriage between um, him and his uh, babes. M- Melania? Melania Trump. Melania Trump. Anyways, yeah, and it's kind of sold out right now. So yeah. everyone's really um, trying to get their hands on this book. And it's what's hilarious is is in true Trump style, he goes and calls the author a loser, which I think is <sighs> hilarious. Um, so, yeah, guys, um, I would say read it because why not? I mean, I will. Cause mm. uh, somebody said that it's, I had, care about it's it. had the best sales or something comparing it to... Um, Harry Potter. Really? Well, yeah. Waterstones better, better stock and restock to up your balance sheets yeah, now. There we go. There we go. There we go. Jump on the train. Then you might be giving us a new toilet. Hashtag Fury and the Fire. Hashtag Fury and the Fire. Hashtag Fury and the Fire, guys. It's all about um, Donald Trump. Oh, actually, um, you know Obama's autobiography? Uh, Letters from My Father? Okay. Yeah, I've got that actually. I really want to read it because apparently uh, one of the characters in Chimamanda's book, Americana, read that book and changed her whole aspect of him. And was that that was the book that she read, read that really changed um, her opinion on Obama and really made um, her support it. So mm. I think if if anything, that is possibly a better book to go and read. <laughs> so actually don't buy this Fury and the Fire. Go and buy Letters from My Father yeah. um, by Barack Obama. Dreams. Let, dreams. Dreams. Is it dreams? dreams my father. <laughs> dreams my father. Like, Ray, it's wrong. <laughs> no, you're saying it wrong. It's not. It's not letters. It's dreams. This is why we need you. This All is right. why. Like, honestly, right. we just say anything. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, dreams from my father by Barack Obama. I'm so sorry, Barack. Please get Michelle on the show. We wow. love you. Bye. <laughs> All right, guys. That we're rounding up. Um, do we have any final, final things we want to say? Nope. Not at all. Ah, uh, go and read Odysseus. I mean, the Odyssey, the Ulysses. Ulysses. Yeah. Um, don't read James Joyce's, though. Don't read <laughs> um, Yeah, that's it from us. Catch us on the socials. Mostly Lit. At Mostly Lit Pod on Instagram. Mostly Lit at gmail.com. We want to hear your thoughts. Absolutely. And Email us and tell us any issues, any best life reads, any gems that you'd like Derek to look at. Yeah, just holler at us. There we go. Us. All right. Catch you next week. Bye. 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 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.